بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and a warm welcome to this week's edition of Living the Legacy this program has been recorded at the time you're hearing it it's been recorded in advance and we hope and pray that those that are traveling this December are all safe and well inshallah now today we're looking at a topic that for many people is scary just hearing the words drug addiction and while we've touched on this in previous programs today we're going to look at getting one's spirituality back after addiction and for many in recovery this is one of the most difficult aspects for various reasons Our guest today volunteers for multiple organizations such as Al-Khalil, IMASA, South African Women's Forum and many others. She believes that it is our duty to assist the less fortunate. Al-Khalil is a volunteer-led substance abuse support group for people in active addiction and family members. Our guest today works closely with substance abuse counseling, women empowerment programs and feeding schemes. Alhamdulillah. Shakira Mullah Lasanya, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh and welcome to Radio Islam. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. With us today on this very important comes from our heart and goes to the heart. We make dua that Allah will not do we do not know anything besides that which you have taught us for indeed you are the owner of knowledge you are most knowledgeable most wise grant us a little bit of your knowledge and wisdom ameen inshallah ameen inshallah ameen jazakumullah khair for that beautiful dua we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to to guide us and to make us of those um who benefit from all khair and all good knowledge ameen ya rab ameen So today we are talking to Sister Shakira about the topic of spirituality and specifically spirituality while on the road to recovery from drug addiction. So what we're going to do is start off just by going back to the basics and um, whether you're someone who has been affected directly or indirectly, remember we are all part of a community, we are part of the Ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, if one part is in pain, of the body of the ummah the rest of it also experiences that so in this program let's let's come to it whether or not we feel we are directly um affected by drug addiction in our family neighborhood community but knowing that we are part of an ummah we're part of something much larger than that much much larger than our own selves or our own four walls and that that fikr should be there that fikr should lead us to make dua should lead us to volunteer should lead us to come to this with a space of empathy without judgment without um being critical without shame and we're going to talk about that connected today as well inshallah so this is what we can ask you to take us through just the basics and that's by telling us how does drug addiction affect a person spiritually okay so by me working with the uh, um drug addicts and families over the last 10 years uh however i can tell you that um you know there are two parts of of addiction we're not going to get into what is addiction and all of that i think we kind of all more or less 
are on the same page there. Um, you know, there's two ways that we as an Ummah deal with drug addiction, right? We either do it, we have a shame-based way of dealing with drug addiction, whereas, um, you know, what is people going to say if I, if I say a family member or a spouse or a child is in active addiction? And then, uh, and then we have uh, a guilt-based uh, way of looking at addiction. So that is where we try and connect with an individual conscience, uh, conscience you know, which leads to remorse, pity, and um, reparative actions. So that is where we want to come in. We don't want the shame-based guilt anymore. We don't want to put things under the carpet anymore. We want... Um, uh, you know, we want to bring this out in the open. We want to be able to educate and talk to people that are in active addiction, that are recovering addicts, and to families who need the support of how to um, how to get help and how to empower themselves dealing with uh, an addict or addicts in the home. Um, you know, um, Sister Rehana, people normally think of an addict as someone on the street walking around, you know, begging. There is so many forms of addiction, you know. Substance obviously is, 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 is one of the main forms and that's what we're looking at today. Um, but I can tell you from dealing with hundreds and thousands of patients that like 90% of patients in active addiction would literally be crying out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help because remember society has forsaken them, their families have forsaken them, everybody's tired of listening to them, they, they find no hope, they find no security in the community, in the family, there's no one to support them. So who, do, who else do we have to turn to besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And that is why it is so imperative that us as communities, us as, uh, you know, humanitarians, uh, imams of the masjid, you know, the jamaat, whoever it is, welcome people, even though they are in addiction, welcome them and show them the love and support that they need so that they can gain spirituality and know that Allah has not forsaken them. Inshallah, Ameen, Ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive our shortcomings, forgive our errors when we do not do this, when we instead label and we ostracize. May Allah forgive our shortcomings of this because this is something we will be answerable on that day to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Sister you know, I just want to quickly mention that you know, in the Quran, I mean, addiction has started way back when, you know. So, um, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, uh, you know, when, when uh, we know about Khamar in the Quran, in Surah Ma'idah, in Surah An-Nisa, you know, that did not just say that, um, you know, if you are drinking alcohol, which was the norm at that time in Saudi Arabia, just stop drinking alcohol. That only came, Allah started slowly, slowly forbidding Khamar, you know, and he started off in Surah Al-Ma'idah, you know, and um, although this this law came in gradually in three phases, and the final prohibition only came the fifth year after Hijri, which means 17 years after Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam got Nabuwat, did did, was alcohol khamar absolutely forbidden in the Quran? So from there, Allah has already given us signs that 
you know, Allah understands where we are coming from, um, uh, you know, with regards to addiction or, or any other forms of trauma, you know, that it's not something that can just stop immediately. It takes time, it takes patience, it takes learning, it takes courage, it takes tools. And so, you know, um, that's just something I wanted to share from the Quran with you, inshallah. Jazakallah khair. Definitely, it's so, so important that we remember that. Yes. Um, you know, when on recovery, uh, many will feel that they cannot get back on track. Um, and, and here we're talking about spiritually, right? So whether it's their salah, paying back their fasting, Absolutely. and so on. And then that then spirals and they feel unworthy. Absolutely, because it's all—it's a shame and the guilt that we're dealing with, you know, mm-hmm. on a basis. We are ashamed. Like, how do we? How do I stand in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? How do I go to that musalla? How do I reach that point? How do I go? How do I enter a masjid um, without people judging me? And this is where it comes from: acceptance, love, support, community. We're not alone, uh, Hafida. You know, we are a community. We are an ummah and we need to be accepting and say, come brother, welcome. You know, whatever state you're in, we welcome you and we love you and we're here to support you. And that, Sister Rehana, is the best way, the best way to get someone spiritually connected back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's just that one hand that needs to reach out to a person. Hmm. One hand. And that could be your hand, my hand, as soon as let's keep that in perspective. It's so important to to remember that. Mm. Absolutely. So, you know, um, Hafeda, I just wanted to tell you that, you know, as an individual, we cannot survive without society. And there is no society without an individual. So, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that the people are dependent on Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and the most beloved to all are those who are who are caring towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation. And that is our duty, each one of us, whether we're a housewife or whether we're a humanitarian or whether we are a teacher or whatever we are, our duty is to care for the for the creation of Allah, whether it's someone in substance abuse or gender-based violence or whatever it is. So we have to get rid of the shame-based culture and we need to go back to basics and just lend out a hand and be the support that we need to be. Because today, tomorrow it's in, you know, it's in my neighbor's house, tomorrow it's in my house. So we, mm-hmm. you know, it, Addiction has no religion. It has no boundaries. It doesn't discriminate between men or women. It doesn't discriminate. And the first thing they teach you at any rehab is connect to your higher power. And alhamdulillah, we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as our higher power. What more do we need besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to take us out of the situation and then show him gratitude by saying, Allah, you have taken me out of this situation. You have honored me where no person on this earth has honored me. You have chosen to take me out of this situation. So now I will go forward and I will be of service to those that need 
assistance, inshallah. And that is also where spirituality comes in, because that is where you get connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is where you realize that you are not alone in this world. This world was not made for you, but it's made for all of us as a ummah, you know, to, to help each other, to encourage each other, and to have that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once we have that spiritual connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wallahi, everything falls into place. Everything falls into place after that. Allahu Akbar. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that. And may we truly be from this ummah that moves away from uh, the shame and, and strive to really take that action. Absolutely. It's, you know, I cannot emphasize how important it is. We have meetings on a daily basis. Uh, we have NA meetings, we have support meetings, we have Al-Khalil, we have Muslim organizations, you know. You don't need to go very far. You just, it's up to each individual just to take that first step. I'm willing to give out my information to anyone that, that needs that information to reach out in every city, in every town, internationally. There is a place where you can reach out if you're an addict, if you're a... Uh, of, um, someone that needs support who doesn't understand addiction. Our parents don't understand addiction. People around us don't understand addiction. Our children don't understand addiction. So this is where support comes in. And support is so, so important, you know, for us to learn. Okay, and that's where we empower ourselves, not as addicts, but as a support system. This is how we empower ourselves, inshallah. Because addiction doesn't only affect an addict. It affects the entire family to fix extended family to fix our communities it's, it's you know it's just endless mm -hmm. no. yes, yes. That's the way that people community entire community is affected at the individual community level that's something that we need to keep in mind so let's look at now the person who is um, experiencing this drug addiction and they want to get back on track spiritually where do you recommend your clients when you're counseling them, when you are supporting them? Where do they start? Because the first question is, I want to get back to my salah. I want to get back to my ibadah. I just don't know how to start, where to start. So What's the starting point? So the starting point for an addict is to know that we are unable to control um, our addiction. That is the starting point. When we can say to ourselves that we need help, we cannot control um, our addiction anymore. The second step, Sister Diana, is to say that we can only get better through the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the first two steps are not getting clean. It's not, um, you know, um, just waving a magic wand. The first step mm -hmm. is to recognize I have a problem and I need help. And the second and most important step is to realize that I cannot do this alone except with my higher power, which is my creator, my Rabb, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is it. Step. Going back to the basics. Absolutely. Once we reach that step, everything we do is within Sharia and with with hadith and with quran and that is where we learn slowly slowly how to reconnect back with, back to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then we work on the trauma and then we work on on all the issues that surround 
addiction. But first, we've, the first and most important thing is to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is what we teach you. Alhamdulillah. And in your experience of working with people who are recovering and have recovered from a drug addiction, have you found that, uh, you know, you, uh, you've probably got success stories, uh, people who've been able to return back to praying five times a day, uh, maybe they have begun doing volunteer work themselves. Maybe they've gone on a hajj or started fasting again. Absolutely, yeah. we've got we've got we've got people that are now working as accountants in Dubai. We've got people that are all over the world in Qatar. We've got people. I mean, they they are endless endless success stories of people becoming attorneys or alimas or you know. Um, uh, uh, educating themselves, getting degrees. Once you take that step to, to, to get help, there is a point of where you just want to give back. That's all you want to do is give back and give back and give back. And that is where you become so successful. So addiction... You know, it's the end of your journey that defines who you are. It's what you do after that that defines who you are. And there is, there are numerous wonderful stories from people from good homes, you know, people like you and I, you know, that have been down the journey, this journey, who have, have witnessed people in addiction and witnessed how amazing and how how much wonderful things that they've turned out to be after all this time. You know, people that have been clean for 30 years and 40 years and 10 years and 5 years and they do amazing things, you know. So, Alhamdulillah, with the help of Allah, once you have tawakkul and yakin in Allah, put all your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anything you want is possible. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah, may those words reach the people whose hearts it needs to reach at this moment. Ameen, Ameen. Ameen, Ameen. Let's talk a bit, Sister Shakira, about the family members. How can family members look at helping those at recovery get back? And why is it important that they support and help their loved ones? Okay, so first we need to be... Um, we, first, every single, every single uh, uh, people, like families need to be in a support. Okay. Don't understand addiction. People don't understand what an addict is going through. People don't know how to handle someone that comes into your home and uh, your son or your daughter or your husband or your wife that steal things and sell things. Look, all addicts are not like that. You get addicts that don't steal, that don't take, that don't, that, that manage the addiction perfectly well. But still you need to understand where the person is coming from. And that is why it's so important to go to these support meetings where you can understand addiction and you can speak to other families who are in the same position as you and saying, okay, this has worked for me and this has worked for me, you know? So, um, also, when dealing with an addict, we, we should try not to be harsh. And I know that's very difficult in very extreme cases, you know. Um, we also can't force an addict to, to go to rehab, but we can 
learn how to how to live with an addict what are the pros and what are the cons how to how to speak to an addict you know um basically an addict just needs love and support and care and attention and that is what they don't receive you know um so therefore it is so important for family members to go out there to to be proud to say i'm going out there i'm going to empower myself i'm going to educate myself on drugs or substances and so i can go out and i can help the next auntie i meet at the supermarket or i can help my neighbor or i can you know be of benefit in some way or another subhanallah absolutely absolutely we hope listeners as you're hearing this from sister shakira that this is now opening the heart this is giving more hope this is giving a way forward to you whether you yourself are experiencing this or whether it's your loved ones that you are supporting may allah make it easy for one and all amen 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 era You know, Sister Shakira, the topic of shame often comes up when we talk about addiction and recovery from addiction. And so many people, right, are ashamed of the addiction they either had or have, or if it's the family, they are ashamed. Um, And then what happens is they, often the individual will stay away from a recovery group because of the shame. So... That's yeah, exactly. I, want, I want us to go more into that first. Tell us a yes. bit more about shame. How do we let go of the shame? Okay. First of all, you can't let go of shame. Shame is something that sticks with you. We've all been we've all done things in our lives which have brought us shame. So all of us are guilty of it in some way or another. And we know that shame is something that is not so easily uh we don't overcome that so easily, right? So, you know, first of all, we need to change we need to have a complete paradigm shift in the way we think um as a society as families as individuals right there is no shame in getting better there is no shame in reaching out and saying i need help can you please help me you know and always remember hafiza riana that these meetings that we have are very very confidential that is the main aspect of the meeting is that everything has been said there and 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 shared is remains in utmost confidentiality you know so it's not about going home and saying oh you know i met this one and i did the no 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 this is about your journey and your journey alone whether it's to learn uh, to benefit yourself and your family um or whether it's to benefit an addict you know so we need paradigm shift in our thinking you know that this thing about shame and what's my neighbor going to say and what's my brother in law going to say and what's my extended family admit that my son or daughter is an addict i think we're just fooling ourselves um happy variana by 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 thinking that our kids are uh you know uh fatimas and zainabs and mohammeds and riyans and that you know alhamdulillah they go to juma on a friday and alhamdulillah everything seems okay but we don't know when they leave that house we are not with them all the time you know we i mean we that work on the ground on the ground level how many of our school children are on alcohol are on, are using vapes are using drugs you know and parents don't pick these things up mm. with our kids first of all and with our spouses you know we have doctors that are addicts we have doctors that before they perform surgery have to have a line of cocaine you know so it it it's 
got no there's no barriers to it you know there's no gender there's no barrier there's no religion there's no age you know and it just needs to be a topic that it's very uncomfortable to talk about but it's something we need to talk about and open up and realize that we as a community are here to assist each and every one of us um, absolutely Absolutely. Thank you for giving us that understanding and that perspective on the topic of shame. I think it was so important. And talking about that shame, uh, Sister Shakira, tell us more now. If a person now says, okay, I can deal with this. I do not need to be ashamed to, to, to go to a recovery group to get well, to heal from this. Uh, for people who don't know much about it, or for people who need these reminders, take us through what is the role of a recovery group in a person's, in an addict's journey? And how does a recovery group help them keep on track? I'm talking specifically about the addict, right? Or the patient, as I would like to refer them to, right? So when, we refer, when we're talking about a patient, right, we have like a 12-step program, which we have, people have been working and we've got an Islamic perspective to the 12-step program okay so we have taken the 12-step program and we've and we have turned it into an islamic um 12-step program right so as an addict every single day or whenever possible there's online meetings throughout the day in every city country um town no matter how small it is there is an either online zoom or um or a face-to-face -face meeting, right? Where, where addicts sit and discuss about issues that are um, concerning them. Um, sometimes they talk about topics like gratitude. You know, what are they grateful for? Why are they still clean? What is helping them stay clean? What is helping them stay focused? Vicar, Salah, um, uh, you know, uh, um, afkar, you, you know, all those kind of things. It keeps you, it's, it's like your daily dose of Iman boost, you know, just in, an, in, a, in, a, in a motivational way for addicts. When we're talking of support, when we're talking of family support, okay, on the other hand, that is where families learn also the power of dua, of of someone else's dua towards a patient, uh, um, of someone else's to share, to share what you're going through, to know that you're not alone, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there to guide us and bring us together so that we can share and strengthen each other, you know, to help each other. So for, for an addict, um, Hafiz Ariana, it is so important to stick with the program. It is so important to log in once a day or three times a week or whenever you have a chance. You know, you can be completely anonymous. We don't ask for names or we don't ask for who you are, or where you come from, just so that you can get that spiritual dose of how to move forward. And whatever, ba whatever battles you have, we as a people that are, uh, uh, um, in the group can assist you in getting through 
your trauma or your or, or, or a bad day or a day where you feel like I can't handle this anymore I need to use and then we remind you of how far Allah has brought you and we remind you of the promise that you've made to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to stay clean and we, we keep encouraging you with those things so that is why it is so important you might be clean for 10 years or 5 years or 20 years or 30 years we still have people that come and we still have people that are with the program after 30 years of being clean that still do the program because they need that that daily inspiration and motivation and especially spiritually mm, absolutely jazakumullah khair for putting it out there for giving people the courage to step up for letting them know that there is hope that there are solutions uh, and that they can go and move beyond this inshallah um there are many. you know uh during the recovery process um we understand that it is important to give back in terms of volunteering why is that the case why is that so important you know it's the case because you remember where allah has taken you from and as i'm an addict i was either thrown out or i was I couldn't control myself or I, people saw me in a bad light and then for you to remember look at where I am today today I am not alhamdulillah Allah has 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 afforded me the ability to to be cured and to be clean and now is my chance to give back in so many other ways you know and that is a reminder um spiritually it's a reminder that Jazakallah, I'm grateful to Allah for every moment of every day that I wake up clean, that I go to bed clean. And Jazakallah to Allah for giving me an opportunity to serve His creation. And that is why so many people that are in recovery, um, you know, take that initiative to reach out and to do service to humanity. Beautiful, mashallah. Because, you know, often you hear of people, whether it's addiction or anything else, and then people say, well, I still am um, getting better. I'm still not fully recovered. How can I help others until I'm perfect? And I think we just get so stuck on that whole perfect and perfectionism, right? Yes. And that's, you know, we all have, like I said, we all suffer from various kinds of traumas, whether it's childhood trauma or, you know, life trauma it happens to all of us so by going to these programs and by getting involved in communities you realize just how fortunate you are and how blessed you are while our problems might seem so huge to us to us but when we go out and when we on the street and when we interact with other people that are so less fortunate than us we realize how grateful we are for what the little bit that we do have you know and that is where you know depression and things like that not only about it's not only about addiction and recovery but even people that are suffering with depression or anxiety you know when they come out and give themselves in service to 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 Allah's creation you know you know automatically the depression goes away because I feel good for doing something to help someone else or putting a smile on someone else's face that feels fantastic you know so you know even besides being an addiction just service on its whole 
is just a wonderful, awesome thing for anxiety, for depression, for addiction, for those that are wanting to give back, for those that feel um, shame for what they've done in their lives and they feel like, you know, what can I do to, 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 to make it better for my Akhira? And these are all the little things we can do, um, you know, moving forward, inshallah. Wonderful. What about for family members who have had loved ones who were uh, patients before um, and, and those loved ones know what it's like uh, to see their, 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 their close ones, their near and dear ones go through this. Um, do we have enough in our Muslim communities especially? Do we have enough people volunteering? Do we have enough people giving back? What have you found to be the reality on the ground? The reality on the ground is absolutely not. We just don't. We have people that are willing. We have people that are willing to, uh, you know, people like me that are willing to volunteer our time, our effort, um, uh, everything into going out and helping uh, patients and families. But unfortunately, Hafizah, that people are not willing to come forward. People still have the shame. People still have the guilt. People just don't want to take that first step. And once they've taken that first step, once they've come to that first meeting, whether you're an addict or whether you're a family, you know, a support, well, once you leave that meeting, they are like, subhanAllah, wow. I feel absolutely empowered and brilliant. Now I understand. Why didn't I do this sooner, you know? And that's when the aha moment happens, you know. It's just taking that first step and knowing that nobody is there to judge you. We're all there in the same boat. We're all going through the same thing. And there is no judgment. And I think that's what most people are afraid of. It's the judgment, you know. We're all afraid of being judged, like, you know. But in actual fact, in reality, nobody is there to judge you because we're all there on our own journey. We're all there to better ourselves and empower ourselves. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, to, to those who are in recovery now, if there was one thing you could tell them, what would you say to them? If there's one thing I could tell someone in recovery is that we you might have fallen off the wagon and you might have hurt yourself and your family your friends and children and moms and dads but just remember one thing no matter what anyone thinks of you Allah has seen something in you in you as an individual out of the billions of people on this earth Allah has seen something worth it in you to take you out of addiction and to lead you into recovery and for that take this moment and take this opportunity to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and know that Allah has chosen you by your name by yourself for what you are worth and Allah has said come back to the right path and I will make you and you promise Allah from this moment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have given me a chance to get clean, to recover, to make a difference in the world. You have seen something in me worth it and I will meet you clean and just stick with that every second of every day and that will change everything for you. Subhanallah, subhanallah. What about to caregivers, family and friends, the support network around a patient. Um, they, 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 they may not often um, 
you know, get to have that support that they need themselves sometimes Absolutely. and it sometimes cannot be an easy journey for them. There may be shame, there may be anger, there may be so many different emotions they're going through. People, what would you, yeah, what would you say to loved ones? Yes, people, you know, families are angry, siblings are angry because you only focus on the patient, so everybody else gets pushed aside. Um, you know, it's unfair, you've got to lock things up, you've got to you know, it's 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 not it's not a healthy environment for anybody living with a patient, um, you know, uh, in active addiction or in recovery. So that is why, Hafidariana, it is so important to reach out to people like myself and Al Khalil and many many breaking the chains. There is so many. There are so many organisations that you can reach out to. Islamic Care Line, South African National Women's Forum. There are. So so many people that you can reach out to and say, I need help as a family member. We need help as a family. How do we deal with this? How do we go forward? How do we support? How do we change? How do we accept? So take this opportunity and reach out and get the help that you need as family. Because trust me, Hafid Ariana, families need the support more than patients need the support. Patients get their support. They get what they need. But families, mm-hmm. families don't, and that is why we stress on on family support um, groups. You know, yes. and they're available everywhere. They are available everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Alhamdulillah. So there's no, um, you know, there's there's no shortage of that that we can reach out and we can have that support definitely. Absolutely, absolutely, there is no shortage. And especially, you know, we we always think that it must be a Christian based faith. Not that there's anything wrong with going to any rehab, but there are so many Muslim rehabs available. There are so many Muslim volunteers available. There are so many Muslim counselors and doctors available that are willing to give their time for free, you know, on a volunteer basis to say, we are here, let us help you take the first step and reach out. Mm-hmm. You know, we have people like Idris Kamisa, you know, we have people like, there is so many people I can mention, you know, um, Auntie Aisha Hurzuk, for example, uh, there, there's just too many people that I can mention that have been on this journey helping families for over 30, 40 years, you know, and Alhamdulillah, uh, when we see those families empowered, they themselves go ahead and empower other families, you know. Mm-hmm. A beautiful cycle then, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. We are speaking to volunteer worker, substance abuse counsellor, community worker and life coach, Shakira Munanasanya, on the topic of spirituality. Spirituality for patients of drug addiction, how to connect back and how we, the, all of us, uh, the community, loved ones, can avoid getting stuck in this shame cycle that holds us back from reaching out for support. As Sister Shakira said, there is so much of support out there. It is there. It's there online. It's there in present, in person. So that is not an excuse at all. Shakira, you mentioned how um, there's just not enough being done, that there is that need in our Muslim community. And I want to take this question now and move it towards the towards our scholars, back to our member, our imams, our faith-based leaders. Are we getting enough support, coverage, awareness 
from the member in the madrasas uh, uh, by our faith-based uh, community leaders, our alims, alimas. Uh, are we getting that support? What do we need on that front? You know, in the last in in the last year or so, Habiba, I've noticed that um, uh, Sheikh Suleiman uh, Mullah and many many other ulama. Um, are bringing these topics up to the member. They are speaking about it, along with topics like LGBTQ, uncomfortable topics, you know. Uh, we, they are, our ulama are starting to realize that these are things that need to be spoken about. These are things that are important. These are the challenges our communities are facing on a daily basis. And yes, we do need more, but we do have so much uh, to be grateful for, for ulama actually stepping up, you know, bringing these things out, saying there's no shame, saying that, that, that there is help available. Um, in our madrasas, I'm not sure, but, you know, I feel this is something that um, I would like to work on maybe next year, is maybe do a whole school program where we go to various schools and educate children and parents on drugs, on, 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 on counseling, on support groups and things like that. But our ulama have taken, um, you know, they are just doing awesome, awesome, awesome work. Alhamdulillah, they are doing awesome work. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Sister Shakira, um, you've got years of experience counseling people who are going through drug addiction, their family, their loved ones. You're very active in the community and you're big on empowerment. Um, if there's any message you'd like to conclude with today, um, and you know, really there's so much more we'd love to chat to you about inshallah in the new year, but if there's any message you'd like to send out there to patients uh, who are overcoming drug addiction and working on their spirituality, their nearness to Allah, all their families and loved ones, what would your message be to us all today? Um, my message would be that, you know, the first step to, to connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is just to talk to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That, that is the first step. Obviously, our fara'id, our fara'id, you know, but some of us aren't on our fara'id. So the first step is gaining that connection, that ta'aluk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know. Um, once we gain that ta'aluk and once we gain that connection of spirituality with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is then incumbent on ourselves to go out and educate ourselves spiritually and in the community on how to get help and how to help others and how to help ourselves. A person in recovery, families that are dealing with patients that are in recovery or in active addiction, there is always hope. There is nothing more powerful than dua. Dua and effort, you know, and that is all it takes is dua and effort. Effort towards taking the step towards our creator and effort towards assisting um, Allah's creation, you know. So Alhamdulillah, may Allah grant everyone suffering in any form of addiction, may Allah grant them ease and may Allah grant them afia and may Allah take them out of that situation. Nobody wants to be in that situation. Nobody wants to be broken. Nobody wants to be alone. Nobody wants to be left 
feeling um, miserable, you know. And to those families who are who are battling with patients in addiction, Allah grant you the strength and Allah grant you the courage to face the challenges that you only alone know what you are facing. But reach out, reach out to someone. There's always a, someone that cares, someone that's willing to listen, someone that can advise you. Reach out. And may Allah make it easy and grant us all afia to continue to do the good work. And if, if we can just help one person, Hafidha Rihanna, we've helped an ummah. If we've helped one person today, we've helped an ummah. Absolutely. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to use you for the service of this deen and the ummah and humanity at large. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you health and strength to continue doing this work with such sincerity, kindness and compassion. Ameen ya Rabbana. Ameen ya Rabbana. khair so much. It was a lovely conversation. Look forward, look forward to having more conversations with you inshallah in the new year. Allah keep everybody safe and with afia inshallah. Jazakallah khair. Amin, Ya Rab, Amin. And we definitely look forward to carrying on with this conversation, bringing up more topics of importance in the near future. And before we leave you, Sister Shakira, if people want to reach out, uh, what is the best way for them to reach out to you or to the Al-Khalil? Uh, can you please share any of those details that you are comfortable sharing, how they can make contact? Um, sure. I will forward you my email address, um, but I can give you my telephone number. Um, at the moment, um, if you'd like, should I go and go? Yeah. go? It's Whichever contact details. So it's plus two seven six two three five two six one two zero. And uh, people can contact you is it through WhatsApp uh, or Telegram. WhatsApp telephone. That's my number. Yeah, anybody's welcome to contact me at any time. Alhamdulillah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from you and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and your family, your loved ones and continue to give you help and strength to do this amazing work you are doing. Not enough uh, people are doing this work and it definitely cannot be easy even emotionally. Um, you know, it takes its toll. Um, it's deep work, deep healing work and I think the people doing this are the people chosen by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to do this. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And same to you. May Allah accept all your duas. And may you continue doing the fabulous work you do always. Inshallah, Sister Rehana. Barakallah feek for your beautiful duas. And we look forward to connecting with you in 2023 and discussing how more, learning more from you about how we can empower ourselves and how we can support um, our loved ones who are experiencing these seasons in their life, insha'Allah. Ameen, Ya Rabbi. Ameen. Jazakallah khair. Ameen, Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We were speaking to Sister Shakira Mughal-Lasanya and Sister Shakira was taking us through how we can support and for those that are patients of drug addiction, how to build on their spirituality while on this road to recovery. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant afia and make it easy for one and all. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. That brings us to the close of this week's edition. Join us next week as we continue on our journey building and living beautiful legacies for the pleasure of Allah. 
Jazakumullah khair for joining us and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.